just to finish off um, what we were discussing last time, we were discussing the halachas of a mummer, of a mummer l'te'avin, a mummer l'haches. We mentioned some of the differences. So the Pischei Tshuva quotes the Bukhar Shar. And um, here, here you want this one. It's wrong volume. The the Bukhar Shar is, is my, my, my great-grandfather somewhat back. So I appreciate whenever I find him find the quote from him. So Bukhar Shar says that even when someone is a mummer l'te'avain, which I think that the majority of people today's day and age, either they're a tenekim shanizbu or they're a level of, of mummer l'te'avain, even the people that are choosing to go off and making that making that choice are often going to be, for the most part, they're probably tenekim shanizbu. If they're not tenekim shanizbu, they're going to be mummer l'te'avain. There's very few mummelahaches, and the way we mentioned, the person really needs to know a lot in order to be a proper mummelahaches. So the Bukhar Shar says, when it comes to a mummelahaches, he says, Someone, he quotes a Taisus in Avedizar, even if someone does it many times, and he's, and he's the real deal mummer, and he's doing it many times, but every time it's l'tayavayin. Every time a person has a tayavayin, therefore he's being over this, uh, this specific avero, or these specific averos. Afilu hachi mechuyavim l'ftaisei. So he says, he uses a lashon of that, different than the way the, the way the, uh, the way the mechaber said, and mechaber was learning, that we're not mechuyav, enechayav l'hachiyayisei, that we're not obligated, but we're allowed to save this person if he's in a situation of a mumrul t'yavayin. So the Bukhar Shar argues, and he, and he quotes his taisus, and he says, and he says that, that, that taisus learns that this person, you mechuyav l'ftaisei, as long as it's not a mumrul l'hachis, then, then, a mumrul tayavin will always have the same level and the same obligation that will have to keep him alive, and therefore will technically be obligated in the same level of tzaka for a mumrul tayavin. So and and he says and he, he says la halacha yesh la hachmer afilu beragel shlei lamed al damay la hachiyase. He says and he and the way the the way the bacharshar learns it, he says this is a chumra. To go help the person that you're. Bang- this is a chumra and hilchestaka to go assist and help the person when able, and to give him and to give him to keep him alive to keep to to sustain him and to give him parnasa. Okay, that was that's the end of halacha um, aleph and beis. Now moving on to siv gimel. Siv gimel is a a halacha yisaidi. It's a, from the yisaidis and hilchestaka. <laughs> And the what is the kedima of who goes first and who goes on in in terms of giving staka? Who do we give first and who gets who takes higher precedence? So the Allah begins Hanaisin Libanov Ubnaisav Hagdalim. So it seems at first it seems like maybe this is gonna be a great kula in Hukhastaka. Um someone that gives his children that are Gedalim. That he's not obligated to feed them, so the shach says right away. So he says, "What age is, is a father? A father have the ability to say that he's not feeding his children? 
The Shach says that once a child is six years old, he says, once they're older than six, then a father is allowed to say, you could go out to work now, go work the fields, I'm not obligated to feed you anymore. What? Baruch Hashem, now you're, you're relieved. So, well, you can kick them out at six, and once, once they're out at six, then now, now this child has nothing to eat, so now it's a regular chiv tzaka, and you can use all your miser money, so, so it's um, at, at some point you're going you're gonna to use up all your meister money on your, on your children once they're six years old. And if you're feeding them uh, at any age above six, then, and they're technically on their own, then now you're, it's all, it all goes and falls into the regular category. It's not until they're making enough money on their own that they're able to, f- to feed themselves. Yeah. We discussed this earlier. Should Dinah Moshe say it's not, doesn't apply Oh, very good. So Moshe is really talking about tuition. And so, right, so, right, so that's, that's exactly what I was, I was my next line I was going to say. Um, so, really, tec- technically, according, based on halacha, a, a, really, this is regular tzedakah. When a person is giving his children, any child that's above six years old, then the halacha is that at that point you're not mechiv to give their, their mezaynas. And now, anything that you're giving them, and the Mechaber continues, not only is it going to be for food, but it's also going to be money. Anything that you're going to pay for, their, pay for them to go learn, and you're going to pay for the girls to stay, stay on the... Well, we never supported that the girls are going to go learn, but rather that they should go on the Derech That was the focus of sending them to school and to get them, get them taught in, in an environment of that they're going to be, go in the Derech HaYashar. And follow the halachas that they need to know. So, so because of that, there there was the this technically based on halacha according to the mechaber. This is regular hilchot tzedakah, and a person would be allowed to use his meiser money and be fulfilling his chiyuv of tzedakah. So Ramayisha Feinstein has this cheshben, and I was looking it up because I know I know Lenny's going to have the have the ages. So I tried to, I tried to do a little bit of research um, beforehand. Um, I was googling it just a few minutes ago. Um, so, what's the age legally that a parent is obligated to feed his children, feed their children? Huh? Eighteen twenty-one. So the majority. So the majority of states. It, it's a state. Um, it's it dependent. Every state is different. Um, the majority of states is eighteen. That a, per, a parent has an obligation to feed that ch- a child. There's some some states that are that are younger. Um, I, I didn't get a list of states which ones are which ones are which. Just um, that's the quick answer that they give is that the majority of states are 18. However, if a child goes out and and goes into a legal relationship, Nebuch, that's the way it was phrased in today's day and age, and they they get married, um, then then at that point, once the child the child goes into a is married, then a parent, even if they're if even if they're younger, then they're not then they're not obligated. A parent is not obligated. Uh, that's why the worst is parents. What? A child can uh, emancipate himself. First. Right. So right. So there is a concept that he can <laughs> emancipate himself, but at the same time, even when he emancipates himself, then he still may have the parent as a legal guardian to sign off transferring from different schools. He may be allowed to leave their house. At certain ages, so that is, I mean, I just, uh, I didn't really do so much research. It was just a few minutes of like I quickly checked this up, um, so I might be totally off. But that's the short answer that they were saying that a child has the ability to leave their house. When he lopes when he's fifteen, right? So huh? When he lopes when he's fifteen, 
Yeah, so whatever age that is, that child's gonna leave. I mean, I know in England, I think a lot of things. You want to get married under the age of You may need right, right, right. So you might need parental permission. Turn eighteen, you don't need it. The reason I said sixteen because if you're able to get married at all, that's good enough sign to say you don't. No, so you might be allowed to get married. Your parents might have to sign you off to get married. Right. Once you get married, then now you're on your own. Where is I? Where is I? It's like it's like never the guy who's paying to tell, um, you know support to his ex-wife. Can't wait for her to get remarried. You know. Right. <laughs> I'll pay for the wedding. <laughs> so. So, so Moshe says that says that Cheshvan by tuition that now that the, the now that there's a legal obligation for us to to teach our children and for us to to have our children go to school and and technically technically so the Moshe's Cheshvan is that by tuition is that there would that our obligation is a legal obligation for on a parent to send them send them to school and because we're not able to send to the public school and we have to send. To a private school to avoid them, them for uh, avoid our children getting influenced from the public school. So therefore, we have to. That, therefore, and we want to teach them Torah and We have to teach them. Um, there, there's much more that we have to teach them than than they teach in public school. So therefore, we're obligated to give our ch- children a proper education, which a proper Jewish education. Therefore, we're going to have to pay tuition, and it's not considered tzedakah, and we cannot use meiser money. So. A similar application would be this halacha, today's day and age in the United States, the fact that there's an obligation, a legal obligation on a parent to feed his child, so therefore now it became a legal obligation, and it's not anymore that a person's doing it out of choice to support his child, rather now he's following his, his legal obligation. So I would think that today's day and age, we're not able to use our tzedakah money anymore for that. Um, <laughs> well, once they turn eighteen, and then then and you're feeding your child, then I, then for sure, and then in cash in on the, on your stalker, you get you get your meiser money, and if you're still sending them to yeshiva, you're still sending them to seminary, then all that money um, is is able to be used towards towards meiser. I shouldn't say all the money. I, I shouldn't say all the money. Um, no, talk to Rabbi Weinrub. He he said that he. He would know. Huh? Yeah, he said he knows. Um, so Rabbi Weiner, I asked Rabbi Weiner about this, about seminary. So he said any money that's going towards the education, educational part and not anything more than the, than the food and, and food and room and board, then the basic obligation, anything above that, is all, is all able to come out of my money. Why isn't the room and board? The kids are over 18. You're still supporting Right, so technically, so I'm not sure how, how old they are. How old they are, are they when they go to... Go to They're 18 right. going on 19. They're going on 19, so so technically, I don't, I'm not sure. I have to ask him that even the room and board, you should be able to, you should be able to use this, and and give them, and and use use that stock. I'm not sure. I I need to clarify with that and clarify that with him, but um, he clearly mentioned that there is that there is a concept of using using meiser money for a chunk of seminary. But they're assuming that everyone's making, everyone has twenty five thousand dollars as their miser money. That's that's uh, today's day and age. That's. Well, the time that's, you get through with Nasser and Fafsa and all the other stuff. It may not be twenty five, but in the Cincinnati, in the Cincinnati grant. Okay. Uh, okay, we're spoiled. That's why. It's getting a little bit. It's uh, still a lot of money. Yeah. 
Okay, so let's let's continue. So that was a a gishmaka shach defined that anything that's above six is technically the halacha that, that a parent is not obligated to feed. So then the Mechaber says, V'loi oir, el shetzorach lahakdimoi laacherim, v'afilu eine benoi, v'loi aviv, el akrevei. So technically a person is obligated to feed um, feed his children before anyone else. And not only that, but even if it's not his child, but a karev, a relative, a person is obligated to feed his relative before anyone else. Okay, so we're going to get to a parent in just a second. Parents even before it comes after a relative? Or? I'm going to get to that in a second. A parent is a relative. Right, but you would think you'd say parent first and then the other relative. Right, okay. So right, so it's the, so the well, way the Mechaber starts, the, the Mechaber starts at, at first. He just throws it in. We'll get to it. We'll, we'll get to get to a parent in a second, on how and on the halachas of a parent. Well, let's see. So so before you get that, so I said I said person, one second. The person is the, their first relative. The closest relative is themselves. Then what's it go? The the, the okay, father, so the mother. I, I, I Are you going to get wait. that in there? I asked you to wait. <laughs> <laughs> so so then the mechaber says. So number one is a relative. and that goes before anyone else. Va'achiv me'aviv, a brother from your father. Kaidim la'achiv me'ime comes before brothers from your mother. Va'aniye beisai, and the poor people in your house. In your household, so that referring to your household and kravim, kaidman laniye iri that comes before the people of your city, vaniye iri kaidman laniye iracheres, and the people of your own city come before other cities. So I'm going to get back to all these different di- di- different levels in in a moment. I just want to get through the mechaber and the ramah, and it's going to answer a lot of questions. <laughs> so the ramah says, okay, so now what's the explanation on someone that's um, how do we how do we determine if someone belongs to this city or not? Is a person a a resident of Cincinnati? How do we know how do we, how do we know if a person's considered a resident? So it's really go, goes with the halacha that the way the Mishnah Brewer describes in the in the beginning of of Hilchas Pesach by Chitim, that once a person is is a resident for thirty days, then we consider him part of the city. So, so the way the the Ramah writes it over here, someone that's kavua, someone that's settled. In this city is considered a and they come before anyone else from other cities. They come before before implants. And so, what if you're out of town at least once a month? Are you considered a member of the city? Because you're not there for thirty days at a time. So, where do you live? No, I think there's always there a person. A person just because of traveling. Didn't say continuous thirty days. Yeah, no, but it has to be considered kavua. So a person that keeps on moving. No, he's not moving. He's, he's a traveling salesman, but he always comes back to the same right, place. Right, so, right, so, right. So that's what that's what I was I was saying. Where does a person really live? 
So, so where, where's he going to light Menorah? Where's his, where's his house? Where's he? more than 30 days in that same place, just maybe not this, not continuous. Yeah, no, 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 right, no. so the question is what living means. Yeah, Does yeah. living means that, he, that he's literally physically there, or it means that his belongings are there, that's, that's where he owns a house, and then when he goes to a different city, then not necessarily does he own a house there. He's staying in a hotel. He's staying by someone else's house. He's, um, he's, he's traveling. What, what if he splits time? He's going to stay in Florida? No, no. He's thinking... Uh, he's a person thinking, has two cities? Then, he, then maybe he's going to be obligated in two he, cities. He, he's, he's thinking <laughs> of the special case that was the pilot, and he lived in three cities. He had three wives, and he had three houses. And when they found out about it, that was the end of him. But, uh-huh. but, uh, but he... he the watch? He had, <laughs> the wives figured out okay, that he so, had more than right, one Okay, so I mean, so, let, so let's judge someone that has someone that has a home, someone that ho- has a home over here and has a home in Florida, has and and he they're they're equally they're there, um, half the year and half the year in Florida. So technically, they're kavua in both places. So now, which one goes first? Which one the anim the anim in two cities? Now, which one does he weigh? Which one goes first? So no, it goes it, where he's physically it, right now? No, no, no. Usually he declares which is the primary for, for voting or taxes or whatever. Um, if he doesn't, I guess it's, you know, it's like... But that's a different reason. That's for taxes. It's right. The president's always going to be a resident of Florida for taxes. If he's in Florida, and, and I think he in Florida, or is Florida going to come first, and then he's saying to say, then they come first. So I'm, I'm not sure why, why, why would it... Uh, the why would determine the I, I I don't know the answer, but I'm not sure why the determining factor is going to be where he is currently. Well, he lives in two six months of the year, one place, so it's really pretty close to being even. Right. Let's say so right. Let's say it's equal. You can't really establish a primary, so you have a choice. You can be none, or you can pick one or both. I mean, so those are the three choices. So right. So let's say let's. So I'm I'm opting to the choice of both. I'm, I'm okay. I choose that he's in both right. because he's kavua and 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 the way way we refer to kavua is someone that has. Is he's re- as a resident for thirty days? So now that he has residency in two places, so he's a dual. So that my city was going to give to the city is split in half and given half to half each place. No, it? I think each place that a man gets that half for that. Yeah, or while whatever, whatever whatever was when when he divides my stuff after he's gone through all the levels and there's this bit left for the for the near year, year. right? So then he takes that and he splits it in two and gives it to half to half. But it may be re- it may be it may be irrelevant to some extent because maybe many alive as much as going to his them anyway. You're right. You're right. You're right. So we're at this level now. Now that he has, he still has money. He has he has extra money that now now for available for his city. So okay, may, maybe the way Andy's saying is now take the money and split it in half, and now now he's a resident in two places, and I should split it fifty fifty, and then they're both they're both they both equal and now he should split that evenly I mean maybe I have another question that is sort of related but when you're going through the list what if you have spent on your mice or, or tzedakah or whatever on one of the by the time you get to one level there is nothing left for the other level do you still have any obligation to them I mean what what do you do you're done you're not you're not to go more 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 than more than your yeah, but I'm, your what tzedakah I'm Okay, it might be a lot of that, that a guy that knocks on your door and someone that asks you, maybe you know, I'll turn them away, you know, I'll send them away without so anything. That's right, let's talk, if someone knocks on your door, then you might not be allowed to turn them away. But do you have to keep a percentage of your money to be able to 
Okay, fine. So I'm going to get to the Aruch Hashulchan in a second. Um, I think that'll that that'll, that'll clarify that just a little bit. Today, Eretz Yisrael has special chashivas too, doesn't it? Yeah, that's the next line. The Mechaber, the next line. So it says the Mechaber, the next line. I I, I want to circle back to everything in, in a moment. I just want to want to get through everything that way. Barry doesn't have questions. So the next level, the people of Eretz Yisrael come before the people of Chutzlaretz. So it seems that it's once once you're finished your city, that you have obligation number one to your city. After you finish your city, then the, then the obligation to Eretz Yisrael. After you finish Eretz Yisrael, then it's the rest of Chutzlaretz. So I have an obligation to from number one is Cincinnati. Number two, after after Cincinnati, then my obligation is to Eretz Yisrael. After Eretz Yisrael, then it's Frisco. Could, could you all- I thought Eretz Yisrael and your city are on an equal footing. Well, I was, yeah, I was okay, so fine. So, so, so we're going to get to that. What you just it's said, not, though, it's not the way you, it seems like from the Mechaber. What you just said, though, is if it comes to choice between Chutzlaris and Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael comes first. Your city is in Chutzlaris. Maybe you could say that Israel comes even before your city. No, but it's so, okay, but, Right, so, 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 so far, so far we don't see that. So, Vaniye Ira Ikaidman Laniye Ira Cheres. Now the Yeshu Eretz Yisrael Kaidman Yeshu Chotzaretz. It seems like your city comes first, and then after your city comes comes Eretz Yisrael. That's that that's the way the the simple reading of the Mechaber. We're gonna get Andy's bringing up that there there's some place that hold that that Eretz Yisrael has an equal level, and there's a lot of people that come through here. I mean, that collect for Eretz Yisrael. You could say that I'm sorry, I'm not giving you anything because I'm giving you the city. But right, so there were some cities that that did this on Purim. Um, I think Chicago was one of the big ones that did this. That that uh, the Besden of the city sent out a letter to the to all the Balabatim that they had a tremendous amount of people collecting from all all over. They're collecting from around the United States and collecting from from Israel. And Chicago has has people that 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 give, and there was there was contests and dressing up and skits that people put on. And and the Rabbanim came out and saying, number one, your number one focus has to be on the people in your city. So they, they gave a certain amount that was like a cap on the people from out of the city, and then from in the city, you're allowed to give everything else. So there was um, so it was a strong focus, and and the the yeshiva bachim that were coming from other cities, they they lost out, and they were they 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 were able to channel a lot of that out of that money to stay to stay in their city. So that's um. What to have that? I mean, it's a good point that there's there there's a lot of money that that, that leaves the city, and goes to goes all over. So the, I mean, there 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 could be Eretz Yisrael has an equal level to to our our local aniyim, but the question is the rest of Chutzlaris when people are giving to the rest of Chutzlaris is that is that equal? Okay. So then the Ramah, the Ramah concludes, the Ramah is really coming off a ton of Yo, that the, the Gra brings this ton of Yo, and the Ramah really, really says, says this, says this um, whole thing verbatim. Dalacha number one, answering Barry's question, Parnasas Atzmai, I think this is from probably the most important Dalacha in all of Hilchas Zaga. Parnasas Atzmai Kedemes Lechol Adam. Number one, a person's own parnasa comes before everyone else. A person, there, there's, there's often people. I, I just have to say this story. Um, I shared this, uh, I shared this with uh, in, in Atara. I spoke um, yesterday. 
the unbelievable story that I saw. Rishon Shadran um, um, is quoted. Rishon Shadran said the story that he was walking in the in the Beisak forest in Vilna, and there was a a caver that that on the caver it said Poinitman Haish whatever a, a man Ben so and so, and then under that there was one pasuk Kapa Parcel Ani Viadel Shalcholi Avin. And Rav Shalom Shadjan look, look, looked at that and he said, he said, since when do we ever find the passage from Ashes Chayel on, on, a, on a tombstone for a man? Like, we, we never find such a thing, a passage from Ashes Chayel. So he went to the Besdin in Vilna and asked them asked what's going on. The Besdin told him, it's, a, it's an unbelievable, um, this, this individual was a, a, an extremely wealthy person. And he gave away tremendous amount of stock and he and any honey that came to his door and he just gave them whatever he was able to give them and it came to the point that he was giving away everything he was earning and he was he was he was making a nice salary and he was giving it all away everything was being given away it came came a day that he lost he was a yerid and he lost all his money he lost and he lost his parnas and he wasn't bringing any more income and everything everything went sour for him and the bezden convened to try to figure out why why did this happen? He was such a gvir. He was holding up the city, and he was holding up Vilna. He was holding up all these anim. And wh- why did he lose his parnasa? And the bezin the bezin thought uh, said this is the only thing that they had was he didn't follow the halacha of al that he gave too much. That was the only only thing they had. But what what ended up happening was that the anim. The Bezdin put out and told him, told him to slow down, and not then he's not able to give any more. He doesn't have any more parnasa, but the Aniim didn't stop coming to him. The Aniim knew his heart was bigger than than his pocket, and he and he's going to continue giving. So the Aniim kept on knocking on his door till the Bezdin Bezdin realized that he was giving away his jewelry, he was giving away his silver, he was giving away everything he had in his house. So they made a takana that he's on house arrest and he's not allowed to unlock his door. He's not allowed to open his door. People delivered him food. He was becoming an ani himself. He didn't have. He wasn't able to to get any food himself. And people were starting to drop off food for him. And he was. He his the bezin told him he had to keep his door closed. But the ani didn't stay away. In the middle of the night, the ani used to come and they used to bang on his door and they used to cry. And what he did was this 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 person that it was, he was slowly giving away all his furniture and. Piece by piece of his house, he was literally empty. Emptied his house, whatever he was able to give, he gave everything away. It came the day that he had nothing left, and it was that in the middle of the night. There were two aniim knocking on his door, and they were sitting and crying. These two aniim are crying. They're, they're, and he, his heart's breaking. He wants to give them something. He, he brings them inside his house, and he says to them, "My house is beer. I don't have furniture left. I don't have. I don't have jewelry. I don't have. I don't have silver. I don't have any money left. I have nothing left in this house." So he said, let's search together, let's search the house, maybe we'll find something. They searched the house, they found, they found one spoon, they found one golden spoon. So he turns to them and he says, we have one golden spoon, what are we going to do? I have two aniyam, I have to give both of you. How do I, how, what am I going to do with this? So he turns to them and he breaks the spoon in half, takes the golden spoon and he breaks it in half. And he gives one of them, he, one of them, he gives the label, ladle, he gives it the kaf. The other one, he gives the handle, he gives the yad. And the Bezdin, the, and the next morning, this person was Nefter. So the Bezdin wrote on his, wrote on his caver that Kapa parcel Ani, that he went and he was able to give the Kaf to one Ani, the Yodeha, and the handle of the, of the spoon, Shulchal Yavin, he, he gave it to the other poor person. 
He said there's the Pasuk in, in Eishas Chayel was Mekoyim literally with his, with his person. So, why am I bringing up that story? It's, um, I think that the, the Halacha, Parnasas Atzmei Kedemes, um, so clearly this person was a tzaddik and, he was, and he, his heart was, was unbelievable and I don't want to diminish from anything that he did but the Ramah is clear the Ramah is, is clearly saying, saying a, a chiyuv that, that a person has to care for themselves a person has to make sure that they take care of themselves before a person is, is giving meiser before a person is giving any other tzaddik a person has to make sure that he takes care of himself until a person has his own parnasa, then a person is not mechuyiv to give to give tzaka. So, you're right. In the United States of America, I think everyone is earning just below their spending levels, right? Everyone's just making it. There's no one that's there's no one that has extra. Everyone's just making it. Okay, it's not true, but um, I think you know, most people you speak to, then then I'll tell you how you, most people I would think. Of an IRA, you have something that comes off the top. And you're saving something. Yeah, okay, but I, I, the average person you speak to, that the the person that's making making twenty thousand dollars, the person ma- ma- no, making fifty, the person's making a hundred, and the person's making five hundred. I wanted to just say people accustom themselves, right? right. I, I just if want you want a million dollars, you there's one thing wrong with that story. Yeah, there's someone who's bigger. His wife, if he was married, was a bigger tzaddikus than he was. To allow him to do such a thing. Yes, okay, I don't know. That, that, I, I didn't see that detail in the story. I mean, it doesn't. It's a real story. Either he couldn't have been married or his wife is a real. I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know that detail. I, I did not see it in the story. It did not say if he was married. It just, just discusses him. Okay, so that's, that's the step number one. So after a person takes care of himself, Yaktim Parnasas of Vimoy. So the reason why I'm I'm focusing on this Ramah now because the Ramah is the Mechaber says all these halachas, but the Mechaber the Ramah is maybe saying it a drop clearer. After a person get, takes care of himself, he is mechuyu to make sure that his parents are taken care of. That is the step number one after himself. Because that's to, not really what was said before. First, said his, his children first, and then he talked about his right, 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 right. So now now it's saying step number one. Is is his parents? Imheim aniim. Then a person is mechuyiv to to feed his parents if they are aniim. Vehin kaidmin leparnasas banav, and they come before his own children, because once a, ch- a person has children that are six years old. Right. So right. It says, meaning that children, children are your kraven, and they're maybe your closest kraven after your after your parents. But so, what's closer, your parents or your children? Huh? So, and and halacha. So, the, this Ratma, the Gilgamesh Marsha says, "Sharebi Yerusha Talim Elsa." This is this is the halacha is goes is is telling in the Hilchas Yerusha, and that's how we determine in closeness. Children's first time. No, uh, children, children yashin their parents. Yeah, he says first Yarshan is your children, then your parents are second. Rusha goes down first. If there's no children, that goes back up to the parents. Right. They say why they chose it this way. So they're going, let's see what Rusha got it for. It depends. Well, it depends what you're dealing with. 
What do you mean? You, you say cash for, for them equally, the the I mean, design crave them. Okay. You can't say across. It depends what the issue is. Some certain things could end up in the play, and certain things will be your choice. Right, no, so the way I was looking at it, that a child, a child's obligation, a child's closest relationship, a child yarshins their parent before, and that's a that's a greater level. So the way I was looking at it, so step one of Yerusha is because a child yarshins the parent. Yerusha Talim also because a child's yarshining the parents. So a child's first obligation is to, the is, to back to, is to feed the parents. After that, meaning a parent only yarshes, yarshens their children after, after their, meaning the grandfather, the, okay, the, is if there's no children. So step number one is so meaning the parent comes, meaning that's the, that's the level after. But you're, but you're, saying, um, you're, um, you're reciprocating because of the Yerusha. Right, so that, right, that's the way... But you can look at it the other way, too. The first, you're, right. the first is the child. Okay, so the, so the way the Ramah's writing, the Ramah's writing very clear, that number one goes to the parents, that a person is obligated to give his parents. After he gives his parents, that comes before his children. After that goes his children. That goes before his brothers. And the... And so we already saw this concept that the brothers from the father come before the brothers from the mother. That's also in Hilchas Yerusha. And that goes before all the other Kravim. And his Kravim go before his neighbors. So this is an interesting add-on more than, more than we saw earlier. That it's not only the Aniye Ho'ir, but there's also an obligation to your neighbors. That a person has, number one, his Shechinim, what? Whether you like them or not. Right. It it doesn't say they it doesn't say that happens to be that you like them, you're on good terms with them. Right? No, absolutely, absolutely. When they're on Niam. Right. Okay, so right. So we'll we'll see that in a second. But the Shainim come before the Anshe Ira, that comes before the people of the city. And the Anshe Ira Khajmal Ira Kheras Wuhadin and Main Shvuyim and Sarkov Dyson. The same halachas would be that in the Hokis Gidima, if they were captured, then a person would would set these levels. So clearly, all these halachas. So the um, where did I see this? This is all. To- this is all talking about when they're all at equal levels in in anius. That they're all they're all that that they're all poor to to this to this level. Um, Yes, yeah, so, so the Chassam Sefer says this, this is in the Pesachit Tshuva and Dalit. Um The Chassam Sefer quotes, he says, all these levels are only, are all referring to levels of that Aniyam are an equal level. Of course, if there's, there's someone that's, someone that's, uh, his life, uh, his life is, is, is in danger, meaning that he's starving and he's not going to have any food. And that person is living, living in the next city. And you have your local aniyim that have that have bread, but they're just aniyim that they're that they're not able to get by day to day. But they're but but they have enough to for their basic necessities. They have bread, they have water. So then, of course, then your your number number one obligation is the person that that's life is is on the line. Then even if that's going to be in the next city, then a person's going to be obligated to to give them. And just to to remind as well the the archa shulchan that we saw we saw earlier we. We mentioned earlier um, the Archa Shulchan that discusses the 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 halacha 
of every person having obligation. So even a person that's parnasas atzmei and a person has to make sure that he takes care of himself before he takes care of other people, then it's clear as well that that there's still this obligation, even when you're saying that maybe a person is not going to be mechayiv to give tzedakah because he has to take care of himself, but a person still has to give that minim, minimum amount of that 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 shlishes uh, hashekel, which comes out to two hundred. 56 prutas that a person is going to be obligated the minimum amount and the Aruch HaSholchan which we mentioned then he, he, has this, he has this question and he says that if every person is only going to be taking care of that Kravim then, then so someone that doesn't have relatives alive then they're going to be then, then they're stuck if someone doesn't have relatives that are Ashirim and then, then they're going to be stuck they're not going to have any Parnasa they're going to, they're going to be the Aniyam they're going to sit there on the corner and they're not going to have anything to get, to get from anyone so the Archa Shulchan says, he says, of course, that the Archa Shulchan is over here on this halacha. He says that someone, someone that has, someone that has bread and water, once a person has basic bread and water, then, then, his, then he's at a lower level than everyone else. It's that uh, these levels of Kadima are one that till a person gets their basic necessity of bread and water. And which the Archa Shulchan was clearly focusing in Lita that people didn't even have bread and water, and that's why they that's that's why they were that this is a, and once a person has bread and water, then you move on to the next ani. So you don't give your karav just because the guy's related to you. You don't give him. You don't you don't help him out that he has a year's salary, and then the next the next ani is not going to have anything. So you don't yeah. give yourself you no bread and water. Um, okay. So the. The only thing I want to be medayik in that is the way the Ramah writes it. It says, Parnasas Atzmai. Parnasas Atzmai is not only is, and I'm, and I'm using the same diuk that we used earlier. Um, right, the Badei Ba'de, Ha'Shulchan ba, no, no, so the Badei the Ha'Shulchan made this diuk earlier when we said this, when, when the Ramah used the Lashen, Mepharnasin Aniye Akum Im Aniye Yisrael, he said, Mepharnasim means, it doesn't mean just machilin, it doesn't mean just food, but it also means to, to get clothing and the, that a person needs their, their, their basic necessities. So I want to say the same thing as by, by Parnasas Atzmai, a person has to take care of himself first, that a person has to have clothing, a person has to have, have his, to make himself functional. Um, what's the Lashen over there? Yeah, but why don't you say that by the other Kroven? You have to give them, they still they consider that. The halacha, I mean, over there we're talking about the yechayv mizeneseim. It doesn't say 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 the same halacha um, the way that you, you need don't it. Buy him a house. Right. No, so it happens to be the Ramad does use the word parnasa, so it's not a good deal. Oh, about the children. What? Sorry. By the children, they can survive. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had your first cousin, though. You know. So the so just just to be saying the the halacha in in um, we'll finish in a minute. The halacha by Kibbut of the Aim is discusses this this halacha of supporting parents, and that a, that a child child has an obligation to feed his parents. So he says, "There's a yesh emrim that a that a child's only mechayiv to give the amount that he would regularly give to tzedakah. Could be a child's not obligated to give the parents the full amount in hilchas." And in in in, in, in Didina, even though a child be very nice that a child should not leave his parents um starving while he has um while he has everything else. But 
the point that I wanted to quote was a was the Ramah. The Ramah says that a child that that has money and has the ability to support his parents. If a child has has money, and he just because, um, so the shach over here quote, um, quotes this Ramah, but the, the Ramah says it, says it a little bit more detail. He's just quoting the Ramah. So that's why I'm, I'm looking at the Ramah over here. So he says if a child has money, and and now he decides to take from Tzaka, then on that on that child Tavi Meira, if he has if he the child has enough money to support his parents. And now he uses his stucco money to support his parents. On that child, that child is there's a there's a curse that that he should not that in that it's a that a strong focus that the child should not be using his stucco money if he has other money to support. Um, if the child doesn't have any other other money and only has his stucco money, then then he should then he's allowed to use his stucco. What does that mean? I understand. That seems contrary to what we just said. It, right. It does seem contradictory. It seems like it seems like that the halacha kibud of aim demands that a child, if a person has the money besides for his stucco money, then he should use his other money. So maybe it means as hilchas kibud of aim. Maybe it's an addition. Not don't if you maybe. So I mean it. it it's clear that it depends on how much how much money the child has. If the child has enough money, then he should not be using his stock of money. That's that that's what it seems like. Saying if 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 the child needs the stock of money in order to help his parents, that then then he's allowed to use that. We, you just said before, in order of priorities, parents are right close to the top. Right. Yeah, but it, does, it doesn't mean they have to use the sadaqa money for it. Well, wait, wait, but, right, no, so that's clear. Has, so, right, so, so, so the shach is, the, the, the shach is qualifying that Allah and saying that it's limited, that's only when a child, when the child doesn't have other money. That's, that's the way the shach takes that. It says, has, even if a parent is an ani, but if the, if the parent, if the child has other money to, to, to help the parent, so another then... Way, another way to say that, though, is it doesn't stop just with the sadaqa money. No. Give any of Who said you're allowed to use the tzedakah money now? Why not? Is there some sort of gennai to be supported from tzedakah? You, you want to spare the parents? So that's, a, that's what it seems like. It seems like that that that, that there's a... I, I saw the, the so Badr Shulchan the parents, uses that. parents are going to get, either way, the people are, who, who's going to get... If, you, if a person gives a tzedakah money on his parents, and maybe gives other money too, whatever it is, the people that are going to lose out are the other aniyim that are coming. That he doesn't have money to give anymore. Well, that's what he's saying. So that you shouldn't have the other knee and lose out if you ha- if you have additional funds from elsewhere that okay. you could use. Right. I mean, no. right, okay. So th- there's there's a few more points, but we'll 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 get to it in Mr. next week on on the other other points. Um. But it's also true that you have to. Use Parents, you use the parents' money first. Meaning, they should use their own money. Well, if you're, to use, if you're let's say, the parents, meaning, you, the parents right, you might competent. You're you're in charge of their right. Parents. Absolutely, absolutely. You, you, that they they you use. You're supposed to use. You can. You should use their money first, and then when their money's used up, you use yours. Right, right, yeah. right. A person I'm okay to go keep their money right. and save it indefinitely, yeah. and right, uh, absolutely. Right, Very so good. Okay. Okay. Okay, we're going to miss you.